who have been following the process closely. Julie Lopez. It's 6.14 GMT. In Senegal, the Constitutional Court is to decide today on the eligibility of candidates for the 26th of February presidential election, which is a long-winded way of saying, can President Abdoulaye Wad persuade legal officials to change the Constitution so he can run again for a third term? His argument is that the constitutional changes came into force after he had been uh, after he came to power in 2000. So the two term limit uh, isn't yet uh, shouldn't be retrospective. Some of us, though, can remember when he was an opposition activist and he wouldn't up that kind of attitude from the then president, Abdul Diouf. So has he betrayed the man he once was? I asked Christopher Fumunio of the National Democratic Institute for International Affairs in Washington. Incoming President Abdullahi Wad is letting down the Abdullahi Wad opposition leader, intellectual that many Africans used to admire. He's also letting down himself, obviously, because he would have been extremely critical of an incumbent president who, after serving 12 years in office, would be looking for another term. And as a, a legal professor, as a man who knows the law, he must know that he is bending the law, let's be generous. I think he must know that he's pushing the limits. But for me, also, President Ward, as a Democrat, as someone who over the years fought for multi-party democracy in Senegal, this issue is even beyond just the legalities. It's got huge political ramifications because if we look at South Africa, when Nelson Mandela was president, the Constitution allowed him to serve another term. But Nelson Mandela said it was time to pass the torch to a younger generation of South African leaders, and the country benefited tremendously from it. And so whatever the hair splitting with regards to the Constitution, many Senegalese had expected that Abdullahi Ward would take the high road and would say to himself, even if one interpretation of the Constitution could allow me another term, for the sake of Senegal's democracy, for the sake of peaceful elections, I will step aside, my party will nominate someone else, and I will make sure that Senegal has a peaceful transition. Such a shame, eh? Because that would have made him a continental statesman to be cherished. It certainly would have. And I think that's where the disappointment comes for most people that have admired President Abdullahi Wad over the years and who cannot believe what is presently happening to him and where he's likely to push Senegal to. And this will presumably continue to play out. Let's assume that he gets his way constitutionally and does indeed run again. This will be an election issue. I think it's going to be an election issue. It's already polarizing the pre-election environment because we have to keep in mind that an election is a process. It's not just what happens on election day. And what we're seeing right now in Senegal with the ban on meetings, but also with the call that demonstrations should be held with or without a ban, doesn't bode well for a peaceful electoral process in February. If indeed it's a turbulent procedure, will that play into his hands as the man who runs security, runs a fair bit of the media, not all the media, of course, Yusundu at least has his own bit of the media. Will it be an advantage to him if it's a bumpy ride? It's extremely difficult to say because we must remember that most of the countries on the African continent are extremely fragile and that in most of these countries, the state no longer has the monopoly of the use of violence. And once you have a turbulent environment, anything could happen. Uh, we also have to keep in mind that light weapons uh, circulate enormously in West Africa. And so no country, even Senegal, can afford to organize a competitive election in a turbulent circumstances. 
That's Christopher Fumunio, the National Democratic Institute for International Affairs. Now, staying in Africa, the Ethiopian